Hey y'all, welcome to GD Talks where we laugh, love, live to glorify God. I'm Kayla and this episode I am doing with my amazing friend Nicole Leone, um, who also happens to be a photographer. Like the pretty pictures that you see on the cover of this podcast that you're probably looking at right now. She took them. Um, so definitely let them know how they can find you. So um, my big platform is definitely Instagram and it's Nicole Leone Photo. Um, N-I-C-O-L-E-L-E-O-N-E, no I, no I in the Leone, um, and then just photo, um, and then my website is the same, um, the same thing, NicoleLeonePhoto.com, um, but yeah, follow me on Instagram, I'd love to, um, chat with you and, and talk with you guys about all the things that I'm doing in my business and having fun doing it. I love my job. (laughs) So yeah, definitely check her out and I'll post a link to her um, Instagram also in this bio. So like we do every week, uh, we have a shout out song. So Nicole, what is your shout out song for this episode? My shout out song for this episode is As It Is In Parentheses In Heaven uh, by Hillsong Worship. My husband had it on his phone um, and we're listening to it and it just it's such a cool moment Mm -hmm. and of intimacy um with god and it's a really it's a really powerful song like if you need a good worship song yeah and like get emotional like that's that's my song my (laughs) recommendation (laughs) close the door just like just blast it (laughs) um as i kind of mentioned uh today we're going to be talking about sex and I don't know why my voice cracked when I said that. <laughs> like a little bit of my background growing up, I was basically told don't have sex outside of marriage. And that was pretty much it. Um, and I never understood why, nor did I really care to understand why. So like growing up in my mindset, it was like I let my body and my desires speak louder to me than the truth that I was learning about every Sunday about you know, all of God's truth, especially pertaining to this uh, topic of sex and, you know, when to have it and stuff like that. Um, the, what I realized and I've grown to realize is that experiencing sex without God in the way that he intended is like trying to build a house without blueprints. You need that to guide you. Mm-hmm. You need that to show you how it's properly to be done. Because when you build a house with the blueprints and going by those, it it's more strong. The foundation is solid, yeah. and you know, different things of life won't knock it down. <laughs> yes. Um, so yeah, and in this uh, current season, I am single and dating, which I'm still trying to figure out. Um, <laughs> and then Nicole, you are married. How long have you been married? Um, less than a year, I think 10 months. Oh my god. <laughs> Which is crazy. <laughs> Try not to go. Because Kayla was actually in my wedding, so yes. oh, it was oh, so man. fun. <laughs> so much. Yeah, we just hope that through this podcast, you do not feel condemned, mm-hmm. but that you feel the hope that God has called us all to. Yeah. A hope that we may have a relationship with Him and walk with Him, that we can be restored in. Mm-hmm do not have to be enslaved to sin right we honestly we just want to share truth um and what we've just discovered and learned about this topic 
um, through reading his word. And you know the saying, the truth will set you free. And we believe that to be the case with this topic of sex as well. Um, we believe that discovering and embracing truth about this topic will allow you to actually live life with freedom, true freedom mm -hmm. like we have. What does God say about sex? That's where we want to start. That's the foundation because he created sex. And mm -hmm. that's like the first point. Sex is good. It's beautiful. It's created by God. All things that God creates is good and beautiful. Genesis 4, 1 mentions Adam and Eve. My translation says making love. And then um, they gave birth to their sons, Cain and Abel. Straight off the bat, we know that sex is good, beautiful, it's created by God, it is the means by which we reproduce, um, and then also we'll get into the scriptures later, but our bodies are meant to be a temple for the Holy Spirit, so with that being said, there's a, a particular way that God has designed for us to experience sex. Sex is a complex, intimate moment between a husband and wife and can be destructive if not handled properly. There are a lot of mentions of the sin of sexual immorality in the Bible, but what is that exactly? Mm -hmm. I know when I first read it and I saw that sin multiple times and I was kind of looking for the word just sex, Yeah, <laughs> uh, but it was sexual immorality and I was like, what's the difference? What right. does that mean? And we actually looked it up um, and found on Christianity.com article of what is sexual immorality discover its meaning and consequences it means neglecting and defying god's law of sexual relations so anything done sexually that is outside of god's command mm -hmm. and original design so like you would use an iPhone like a paperweight. Yeah. That would be really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with how much money we spend on iPhones exactly. now. Exactly. You it's not the design of it. Yeah. So using it outside of that is like it looks like it would be silly to do these things. Yes. Like, it's that crazy to try to do it without mm -hmm. him. Yeah. Um so in preparing for this uh podcast episode, we were um, really meditating and reading on scriptures in the Bible concerning this because again the truth um, and the word of God is the only thing that can shed light on this um, mm -hmm. topic but we were reading uh, 1 Corinthians 6 12 through 20 chapter 7 1 through 7 which y'all should read like mm -hmm. get the Bible out and like r shift through those scriptures yourself because I guarantee you there's something God wants to speak to you as well. And we want to just like read through that with y'all and just kind of point out some things that we got from it. Because um, it's a it's a passage of scripture I didn't always understand. Um, so I think it'd be good to talk about it together and figure out what is God trying to tell us? What should we gather from this and how we can glorify God with sex yes and all the other things <laughs> in this particular passage paul is actually um, writing to the corinthians mm -hmm. and touching um a little bit on how the corinthians have adopted in cult a culture um that they're trying to learn how to be get out of mm -hmm. because 
they, they're starting these habits. They have these habits that they need to get out of. Mm-hmm. So I'll start reading from verse 12. Mm-hmm. All things are lawful for me, but not all things are helpful. All things are lawful for me, but I will not be dominated by anything. Verse 13. Food is meant for the stomach and the stomach for food. And God will destroy both one and the other. The body is not meant for sexual immorality, but the Lord... Pause. Before the Lord and the Lord for the body. Yeah. So in this, the Corinthians have actually adopted a culture where if they crave it, if they desire it, if they want it, that they're going to have it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I learned this in my study Bible. I didn't know this otherwise. (laughs) Uh, Basically saying, like, your desires and what you desire doesn't mean you should have what you desire. Because our desires are actually tainted with sin because of the fall, because we have a sinful nature. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that... I found this part to be hilarious, actually, because it's like I could feel Paul was like, listen, I already know y'all are going to say it's my body. I can do whatever I want with it. <laughs> like, he already knows they're, that, you know, they're coming at him with, with these things. But he's like, <clears throat> also trying to, like, explain to them there's a difference between freedom and lawlessness. Mm-hmm. Um, that... Freedom doesn't mean absence of boundaries. I always like use the example of if you have a puppy and you love this puppy, if you want it to be free, you let it off the leash inside the house. There's still a boundary of the house versus letting that same puppy that you love (laughs) go out onto the street with no leash. Mm -hmm. That's lawlessness. There's a lot of danger. There's a lot of cars and Yeah. yeah. So that's lawlessness versus freedom. Paul wants them to have freedom in this area and they're mistaking it for, they're mistaking freedom for lawlessness. Mm-hmm. And like Nicole said, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should do it. <laughs> like mm-hmm. There's a difference, <laughs> a healthy difference. And then verse 14 goes on to say, and God raised the Lord and will, and will also raise us up by his power. Do you not know that your bodies are members of Christ? Shall I then take members of Christ and make them members of a prostitute? Never. Or do you not know that he who is joined to a prostitute becomes one body with her? For as it is written, the two will become one flesh. But he who joins to the Lord becomes one spirit with him. And this is like the first call to action that Paul gives in this passage. It says in verse 18, flee from sexual immorality and every other sin a person commits is outside the body. But the sexually immoral person sins against his own body. And so in like these couple of verses, basically Paul is, he's asking rhetorical questions. Like, mm-hmm. would you really mix these two things? Well, if you wouldn't do that, you shouldn't be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, and painting the big picture of uh, just the spiritual implications of their behavior and the culture that they were adopting um, that we talked about at the beginning. But just going to that first uh, 
call to action that he gives to flee like this action of fleeing run don't Mm -hmm. delay don't look back um because um just even from my personal experience sexual morality is something that has a way of holding on to you Mm -hmm. and it can it's 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 a domino sin effect like it affects so many other areas and it starts in the heart it starts Mm -hmm. in the heart but it can lead to so much so much distraction um and that goes into like healthy boundaries and relationships and stuff yeah making sure you when you are dating someone making sure you're having healthy boundaries and and talk about it with yeah. your significant other while also having accountability for those actions Absolutely. and those those boundaries yeah those are practical ways to flee from sexual morality i think even in your thoughts mm-hmm. um thinking about what your what where your mind is going you know in different times of day are you thinking about things you shouldn't be thinking about mm-hmm. or like um because even that like that's something to flee from so true yeah i know like you can have a crazy imagination. Exactly. And and though, like, I think, I'm not sure where it says this. I should know where it says this. Uh, oh, Jesus says it. <laughs> Duh. Um, in the Bible, Jesus talks about, like, if you've committed yeah. murder in your mind, you've committed murder. Like, you've actually right. done it. And so it's like, yeah. think about how real it is with, sexual immorality if you're thinking about these things all the time you are already setting yourself up to break down those boundaries Mm -hmm. that you've created Mm -hmm. continuing on verse 19 says or do you not know that your body is a temple of the holy spirit within you whom you have from god you are not your own for you were bought with a price so glorify god in your body yeah and so disclaimer I know it says for you were brought with a price. I want you to get the, you know, textbook slave trade, the Django image out of your head. This is not talking about, you know, owning someone as the world might mean it. But when it says we were brought with a price, it's talking about, Paul is talking about how Jesus purchased our freedom um, from sexual morality and all Mm-hmm. He purchased that with his life, mm-hmm. um, and that's the beauty of the gospel. And it's Paul's talking about in light of the sacrifice that Christ, Jesus Christ, made for us to live free. Like, in in response to that, we should <clears throat> glorify God with our bodies. And mm-hmm. like, so to put this in practical terms, imagine someone comes up to you and they say. I'm going to pay all your debts, your credit cards, student loans, everything. You have no more debt. You would certainly dishonor them by going to get into a bunch more debt. You yes. know what I mean? Like, it's kind of like a slap in the face to the person who mm-hmm. who did that out of love for you. You're just like, oh, thanks. Now I'm going to, like, get 15 million other credit cards. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Like, so so putting it in that context. That's what it means when we were bought with a price. Our freedom was purchased. And in light of that, we should glorify God with our body. First yeah. Corinthians 7, verse 1 through 7, um, is basically talking about uh, marriage and um, how 
sex and sexual immorality, what that looks like in marriage. Um, it talks about how a husband's um, body is for the wife, and the wife's body is for the husband. Um, and it also mentions that, you know, don't deprive each other of, of sex because that, that can hurt your, your marriage um, unless you are devoting yourself to prayer, uh, but only for a short period of time mm-hmm. so that the enemy will not tempt you because, yeah, he will. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> so what does this mean to us? Um, we are made in the image of God, created for Him mm-hmm. and by Him, right. um, as it says in Genesis one twenty six. And especially as believers, we're called to live in a certain way of holiness yeah. because uh, because of our relationship with Him. Mm-hmm. He is holy, so we must be holy to even be able to like talk to him yeah. <laughs> and have a relationship mm-hmm. like an, like we would with a friend like you can't go hurting a friend and expect them to be friends with you mm-hmm. um, and you can't grow in a relationship with God while knowingly living in sin right because um, as we know um, in our walks you know we don't realize we're living in sin until the Holy Spirit's like Hey, this little junk over here right. needs to be fixed. Yeah. Um, so I know personally from my testimony, um, like most of us feel an imprisonment of sin. We mm-hmm. feel like like the enemy is constantly tempting us, and then as soon as we do it, shaming us, mm-hmm. um, which is frustrating. Like if you're still living in sin, you're like gosh, like, I can't get anywhere mm-hmm. because I'm trapped here. Um, the reality is you can break free from that sin, which Absolutely. is so reassuring and so hopeful that you don't have to live in that. I know when I was um, back when I was in college and in early, or sorry, late high school, I was living in sin. Um, I um, had sex outside of marriage um, with one man, and I did it because I just thought he wouldn't be with me otherwise, or mm-hmm. um, I just I had a million reasons why to do it. Yeah, <laughs> and so I and I wanted it, and I decided to take it out of God's timing and mm-hmm. take it um, take this amazing beautiful thing that he has created for marriage and and say that that's mine i want it mm-hmm. and i took it um and it only left me with shame it yeah. only left me with disappointment especially growing up in a christian home i i knew that that was wrong and i knew that um that i wanted to wait for marriage but then i got to that moment and i was like well sure let's do it yeah. like yeah um but i shouldn't have done it and um thankfully like um i got saved in college the end of freshman year um and started god started changing me to live wholly for him and not live in that way of of just if i want it i need to have it like it said in corinthians like um, of just if you're desiring it, if you're like craving it, your body wants it, 
let's just take it. Like, let's just have it. Because, it, again, it was tainted with sin because it was outside of God's timing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I think it's so cute that you said God, tr- like, started changing and transforming your heart and your desires mm-hmm. because... God isn't like, you need to live holy like I'm holy. Peace out. Call me when you're done. You know what I mean? Like, he gives us all the tools by the power of his Holy Spirit and the sacrifice and what Jesus did on the cross for us. He made a way for us to live this holy life that we're called Mm -hmm. to and not be imprisoned um, to, you know, shame and guilt. I know personally from my testimony, High school was a rough time, um, <laughs> and like I, I honestly, I had that same mentality of, it's my body, I do what I want, I can't even see God, so why should I like, mm-hmm. no, no honor and reverence for the create, like God's yeah. our creator, as our creator, um, and so I basically just, kind of, you know, exchanged sex for like attention or mm-hmm. stuff like that, and realizing after every interaction or every you know time it would leave me more and more empty more and more broken which leaves more room for sin and shame Mm -hmm. and guilt and just like disgust and frustration with myself personally um and I remember when I was trying to like okay God I'm gonna get serious I'm gonna pursue you but I was also in this relationship where we just couldn't seem to get it get it mm-hmm. together, and we also didn't share opinions. So that's a whole another podcast episode. Um, but yeah, trying to pursue both, like you said, Nicole, we cannot grow in our relationship with God the way we are called to if we're knowingly, willingly yeah. indulging in sin because the it's like trying to have light and dark in the same room light automatically cancels out darkness like Mm -hmm. it's impossible to like for those two to coexist really so just the freedom that comes with with being obedient in this topic Mm -hmm. and every topic honestly um there's a freedom that comes with that so we talked about um, how the scripture said how your body is a temple for the Holy Spirit and it needs to be kept holy and pure. Mm-hmm. It's super important because it's not it's not just something you say or you read in the Bible. It's like, no, like this is what you actually have to do. Yes. Like you <laughs> actually have to fight for holiness and purity yeah. in your life, in your mind. The world constantly throws things at you. Like most of the shows nowadays are... Oh all about sex and all about this or that and it's ridiculous but um you know you have to fight for it pastor ryan who spoke at south point a couple weeks ago mentioned how the enemy can distract us from growing Mm -hmm. Um, and he can actually use this sin as a distraction from what he has called us in our seasons of singleness or dating or mm-hmm. engaged. Like he can use this as a distraction and he will do everything in his power to keep us from growing. He wants to gain ground in your life and he will use this to do so. He wants like whatever gets us off track to what God has called us to, 
he's going to do that by any means necessary because he knows how powerful and impactful and effective we are when we're living in purpose. Mm-hmm. So what you might be asking yourself is, what if I've been doing this all wrong? Like, what happens? What do I do? Is it too late? Let me just encourage you. You are not too far gone because God is gracious and merciful and he purchased our redemption. Like in Ephesians 1, 7, it talks about how redemption is possible and how we have, how Christ's blood can, will, and has redeemed us um, when we acknowledge this. Um, I know that when finally realizing the destruction that was happening in my life as a result of indulging in this life of sex and morality, I felt like I was too far gone. I was like, there's been too many guys. I've sinned too much. I'm like, I'm at the point, I felt like I was at the point of no return. Mm -hmm. And that just simply isn't the truth. No matter what you've been through, no matter what you've walked through, no matter how far gone you think you are, um, again, Christ's blood is strong enough to redeem this area of your life and every other area of your life for that matter. And and God is bigger than anything we face mm-hmm. in this life. Mm-hmm. Like that's something to remember in all times, at all times. Yes. Because <laughs> I literally forget that often. I'm like, well, how? Like, how could he fix this? How right. could he do this? And like, I know when coming into marriage, like knowing that I lived, um, in sexual immorality or sex outside of marriage and I was like I don't know if my marriage is gonna be good I know Mm -hmm. we're supposed to wait I know we're supposed to um, do this and if you do like it's gonna be amazing and you're gonna like all this stuff Um, and my husband did not wait till marriage either and so I worried going into marriage and and having that but but God is so much greater and so mm-hmm. much bigger than that, and He is the Redeemer. Yeah, He does redeem us. He does um, restore us so that we can continue to grow with Him, and and He did. Like He restored both of us. He mm-hmm. um, me with like my testimony, like um, my. <laughs> Fun fact, my name actually, my middle name means purity and innocence, and the enemy tried to destroy that mm. in my life in, in different ways. And so it's just amazing to me to know and to see the reality of what God did to restore and redeem right. that. And I just want to encourage you guys that, like, if you're a virgin or, or not, like, whatever you're whatever you've done like god is so good mm-hmm. and he loves you and he wants he wants to have a relationship with you and for you to know that you are loved mm-hmm. but living in purity is possible mm-hmm. and even if you've already stepped over that line it with your current boyfriend your current fiance your current um, or a past or previous like live in it now like it is possible and you will be so grateful in your marriage that that you started living even right. if you're like days away from getting married yes start living it now right because god will honor that being in marriage and learning that there's 
there's relief and freedom in a lot of areas of, of having sex with your husband or wife. And I actually realized that there's so much relief and freedom in the possibility of pregnancy. I know that if, if you're living outside of marriage and having sex, you can have pregnancy scares and you get worried because one, you feel like you should be married mm-hmm. um, or you sh- feel like it's not the right time, you're too young. Um, but, and I actually had a pregnancy scare with um, my ex when we were dating and having sex. I had that and I got worried because I knew that I didn't want to bring a baby into um, into a dating relationship. I wanted to bring a baby into a marriage mm-hmm. and that also kind of shocked me of like maybe I shouldn't be doing this mm-hmm. but just want to encourage you guys like when you wait to have sex in marriage like there's so much relief and freedom in the possibility of pregnancy knowing that you you and your significant other your spouse are um not only like excited to start a family one mm-hmm. day but you're also honoring god by being obedient mm-hmm. um and trusting him um by committing yourselves to each other mm-hmm. and god will honor that and you can live in that freedom when you are married Mm-hmm. Um, which is a beautiful thing. And also the the freedom begins the moment you make the decision to be obedient. Yes. Like, I know for me, I'm not married yet, but I still know, like, I still experience the freedom of no, like, of not having a pregnancy scare. Like, yeah. those things shake your world. Yes. You're like, what am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Like, it's just so many questions and also being free from the sin and shame like the shame and the guilt that we talked about earlier like it's so much freedom in that like i know being a believer and knowing what you're supposed to do and not doing it is like like feel horrible terrible (laughs) you're You're like like, throw me away yes and and the enemy (laughs) takes hold of that and like if you're trying to be a leader and trying to be like show others who Christ is exactly. you you're constantly thinking to yourself or the enemy is constantly throwing at you no you're not good enough you're clearly you're you're not doing practicing what you preach mm-hmm. exactly and like that can taint your identity yes that can taint the decisions you make like all these other things but again it comes back to God being who he is a redeemer being almighty yeah. being love being a good father to his children to where he will he gave us like redemption and repentance and says like it's not too late i got you let's let's get back on the right track Mm -hmm. like and he and he's our father and he he comes to us in a loving way it's never i can't believe you did that i can't believe you disobeyed me Mm -hmm. how could you it's no, I see that wrong. I see that sin that you've committed. I see how it hurt you. Yeah. It's not just sin doesn't just prevent us from really having a deep relationship with him. It hurts us. Yeah. That's why that's like the reason why he told <laughs> us not to do this. Exactly. Because it hurts us. Yeah. And so like he comes to you as a loving father asking you, Come to me. Mm-hmm. 
let me restore you. Yes. Let me heal you. Let yeah. me show you how to walk this out yeah. practically in your life. And yeah. the Bible talks about it. Um, pastors will talk about it. Your your discipleship leaders and um, Bible study leaders will talk about it and help you mm-hmm. through that. So if you need help, go to them. Go yeah. to God. Go to the people in your life that are, are married and that are living in a holy way and know God in the most incredible way because yeah. they are honoring God with with their lives. Yeah. So I want you all to be encouraged and know like the truth about this topic and sex and what God says about it, mm-hmm. what that means for us and that there is hope if you haven't been doing it right. Like, there is hope for me. There's hope for Nicole. There's hope for you. God calculated all of our mistakes. He knew them before we did them. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And in his love, he always um, wants to welcome us back and just guide us and love us with his truth. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode. It was a whole lot of fun. Um, And if this episode like touches you Mm -hmm. or inspires you i encourage you to just share it with someone um who might be struggling um and have conversations about it and yeah read the word do not be afraid to talk about sex yes because it needs to be talked about exactly it's a whole lot of lies going around about you know sex and what it is and what it can and can't lead to so um god's truth um i pray that god's truth touches um, every everyone's heart concerning this topic especially um, so thank you so much for joining uh, remember to laugh love live to glorify God see you next week